Welcome to the Free From Mummies podcast, brought to you by Kate and Jade, mates, mums and allergy and asthma advocates. Welcome to episode four of the Free Fun Mummies podcast. In this episode, we are joined by T from Allergies in Bold. I have to say, this episode was so much fun to record. We had lots and lots of laughs, and it was just nice to chat to such an inspiring young person. And we are absolutely thrilled to be able to have her as a guest on here. In this episode, we talk all about starting school. Jade and I quiz T on how she has managed allergies through the teen years. And we also talk about what T has achieved with her Allergy Awareness Activity Book. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. We really did have a good time and we hope that that comes across. Thank you so much and enjoy. So today we are super excited to bring T from Allergies in Bold. She's an allergy advocate and author of the Children's Allergy Activity Book. Hi T. Hi, oh, thanks so much for having me on. I just said earlier, I love that little introduction. Like, it sounds way more professional. Than... <laughs> no, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Oh, oh thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, we're really excited. I was saying to you, just, you know, it's really nice to have a bit of a hopeful picture of the future. And I think a lot of parents who are listening to this will feel the same because you're just very inspirational to you with what you, you do and, and can have done with your allergies oh thank you yeah I mean I literally am winging it like to put it simply I am winging it but you know I am learning things along the way and, and hopefully I can share some of the things which I've experienced you know some learn like life lessons I've learned so, so yeah hopefully I can, I can share some out of you tonight yeah that'd be brilliant. it's great to have a different perspective because obviously we just give it all from like the parents perspective so I'm really interested to hear kind of your story T if you'd like to start off with with sharing like your allergy story with us that'd be great yeah sure so I was basically diagnosed when I was around 13 14 years old so a little bit later than when you'd typically be diagnosed mm-hmm. uh, and for the first couple of years I wasn't majorly impacted I had a few reactions but we could pinpoint what caused them and yeah it was pretty I look back and it was pretty more relaxed than what it is now mm-hmm. um, and then suddenly fast forward like a couple of years or so I embark on this allergy roller coaster uh, mm-hmm. I use that metaphor is it so it represents the highs and lows, which I'm sure anybody live with allergies they can relate to. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was within these low periods where I wanted to turn the frustration and the negativity, if you like, into something a bit more positive, hopefully help other people in a similar position, um, which yeah, then led to founded allergies and bold. Um, and yeah, since then I've met some amazing people, been a part of different projects, um, met yourself. Uh, and yeah, it's just yeah it's helped me along the process as well but hopefully it's helped other people along the way so yeah a little bit about me oh can I ask what your allergies are T if you don't mind yeah sure so they range from I mean we could be here like all night so (laughs) sure um but yeah they just range from things like environmental allergies to Mm. like food so like shellfish for example and also I'm a bit my, my immune system's a bit iffy with exercise um so sometimes that can trigger a reaction um so yeah it's just like a range of things really wow and what was it that kind of you first saw in your teen years um so basically I had this thing with like milk when I was younger so I couldn't have cow's milk specifically um Mm. so I'd have like goat's milk um but that wasn't like 
a big thing we just avoided it and then when I was around 13 um I was just playing you know, football on the field um I think it was in like June or July so pollen count was quite high yeah, during yeah. that time and then yeah I just suddenly came out with like a load of hives my face started to swell up mm-hmm. um, I had asthma as well but I still have asthma I just thought it was some sort of weird asthma attack um yeah, yeah things just started to get my body got a little bit worse and then we went to see a doctor and they just said it's allergies so so yeah that's how it all started really in spite of so listening to that I'm like oh my god your face was swelling up your asthma and you're just like yeah it was a bit of asthma (laughs) yeah you know to you you've got that a bit difficult but apart from that you know it's fine (laughs) yeah is your asthma well controlled tea uh yeah I'd say so I think apart from the allergy side of it so when allergies sort of bring it up uh, I'd say it's pretty well controlled I've got different inhalers which help me um but yeah just all in all they only flare up whenever it's like aerosols um right. like just like the cold and just regular things yeah. which trigger asthma so apart from that I'm I'm all right so yeah oh good what would you say has been the sort of biggest allergy related obstacle that you've kind of had to overcome i'd say when things started to flip upside down um it was all new to me obviously you know you're told you've got allergies you know a bit about it um Mm. but then when you suddenly experience more allergy related obstacles and challenges you're sort of thrown into a different world and then you're expected to just navigate it um, yeah. as if you're some sort of expert I'm sure you you both can can relate yeah. to that and yeah I think for me it was just having to shift my mindset having to educate people around me educating myself as well because I know yeah. little about allergies yeah. um, and just becoming almost like a different person and and yeah I think that was like the biggest thing but you know there are positives about that happening as well it's not all you know doom and gloom so yeah, yeah I think that was the biggest thing for me having to change because I, I was about 13 years old at the time or 14 which is a hard was. age anyway yeah <laughs> like anyone puberty and yeah. suddenly having yeah. this going on so yeah yeah. I, yeah I think I had to mature as well and I think that's also a positive um mature yeah. like, quicker so I think it sort of helped your confidence and you had to sort of advocate for yourself yeah that's it and I think when allergy obstacles come up you lose a little bit of confidence um yeah you know you sort of doubt yourself I'm not sure if if you've had something similar happen to yourself yeah yeah definitely I was literally just talking about one before like I was saying we we had the thing to eat out and then it didn't go so great so it's like they do knock you a bit when it happens yeah Yeah, it takes a while to kind of like build it back up again yeah Yeah. and that's like the amazing thing about the allergy community like I say something and then literally you can relate it's amazing yeah um but yeah it just knocks your confidence a bit it's about regaining that confidence after you've had these different challenges so and what have you what's helped you do that you know regain your confidence after a challenge i'd say allergies involved has been quite a big thing yeah um being able to i don't share like personal reactions or to um to personal details i try and make it quite general um but i think connecting with other people hopefully seeing what I've gone through hopefully helping others as well like that's quite quite a big thing for me um hopefully I'm doing that but yeah I think psychology's involved was quite I think it was quite a difficult decision at the time was I wasn't too sure how I felt about it going all public with everything um but looking back it's definitely helped a lot so yeah that's something that's helped me is that connection you know that Mm. I think when you're struggling with anything connecting with others who get it or can relate to it really does impact and make a positive difference doesn't it yeah definitely and it's 
it's finding other people who you can openly talk to mm. about yajis and then knowing that they get it, you know, rather yeah. than just talking to someone who might just, you know, it's like talking to a brick wall sometimes, like people yeah. don't want to know and you're just yeah. sort of like, okay, I'll, I'll shut up now then. But yeah, it's just connecting with people who just get it, you know? Yeah, I think I think because like asthma and allergies are very common in all different forms, people know, always know someone who's had, you know, a mild reaction or, you know, has had asthma controlled the whole life. So when you say like, you know, dealing with allergies, they're just like, oh yeah, that's just, mm. you know, really common and they don't kind of get the impact that it has on your entire life you know not just on the, the reactions but how much thought has to go into everything that you do with when living with allergies yeah definitely and I've been thinking about this but I'm not too sure if allergies are considered like a chronic illness um and I think like a, a thing which um determines that is because you're not constantly having reactions all the time yeah you know but it's still there's so much which goes on behind the scenes um I think if you really take a look at it it does have a chronic impact in your oh, life definitely yeah um, um, yeah it was just something I was thinking about the other day but it's yeah. a really good point that actually because yeah it's it's almost harder in some ways because you, you're not got that grip you know you, you can't deal with it you, it's always changing you never know what you're dealing with and jade and i were also just saying which kind of links in with that earlier that um, when things are going really well for a long time like when you've had no reactions or the eczema's calm asthma's you know been really well controlled or managed you kind of think like hold on a minute as is it gone you know, as it gone <laughs> like you yeah. know and then something will happen that will bring you straight back down to earth or you know you have to remember all of the things that you're putting in place to ensure that you know, the eczema is managed, the asthma is controlled, you know, you're not having those reactions all of the time. And it's because of all the work that goes in behind the scenes that people don't really see and realise like that you have to go through. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I went through a period where I didn't have reactions or anything for mm. about uh, four or five months. Um, yeah. And personally, that was that was quite good going. I was quite happy about it. Yeah. And suddenly it was in the summer. So um, mm. we predicted it was like the pollen and, you know, I was sort of running to school because I was a bit late, which is sort of a common thing for me because my time management is so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I was sort of like walk jogging to school. Um, and then, yeah, we think that exercise and pollen, you know, combining together cause the reaction. And then I just thought, mm, okay, maybe I'm not cured. Maybe those four or five yeah. months was just my body having like, I don't know, a little holiday from allergies. But yeah, yeah it just like you say, it just hits you sometimes mm. that yeah it can just like hit you out of nowhere yeah and you suddenly got to rebuild yourself back up and know that it's not disappeared and you've still got to live with it t could i ask you about school how have you found navigating allergies through school like um, do you do you ever have meals at school or do you always kind of take your own i'm just asking for my own personal like um nosiness really thinking like <laughs> what things might look like yeah um so for me it's all about like the preparation um mm -hmm. I go through quite a lot of prep making sure I've got all my medication uh, I take a few antihistamines in the morning mm -hmm. uh, as well as at night time as well so I make sure I do all of that um yeah. and it's things like say they're cutting the grass uh, outside because unfortunately my house is literally the only house on the street which has like a massive field out the front like how oh, ironic no. is that like the one who <laughs> yeah. has the grass allergy is one of a massive field yeah. <laughs> but yeah like whenever they cut that out the front um I sort of judge what sort of time I do that and it's normally like 10 o'clock on, on a Tuesday um the council must think I'm some sort of stalker knowing that but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah I know they do it that sort of time 
so I leave for school uh, a little bit earlier or so I sort of like juggle you know how I get to school at what sort yeah. of time depends on different factors like such mm-hmm. as that for example um and at school it's communicating that's I know it's sort of something that people drill drill down but it's yeah it's about communicating mm-hmm. um with like your friends and your teachers uh, fortunately I'm in a school which is very supportive of my allergies mm-hmm. um I'm very fortunate in that sense and when I had that reaction a couple of years ago about a year ago in the summer a teacher came around and she said don't worry guys I've got EpiPens <laughs> and like, I didn't know that I was like right I'm absolutely fine I'm safe with you you get it yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just I wouldn't have known that if I didn't have a reaction. So yeah. if I'd spoken more about it, then I would have, I don't want to say I would have felt more safe because I feel safe at school, yeah. but maybe it would have felt a little bit more comfortable if I had yeah. known that. So yeah, speaking up about it is a really big thing. Um, I know that's spoken about a lot, but yeah, just being an advocate for yourself because there'll be other students with allergies as well. So if you don't feel confident about speaking up for yourself, maybe like, have them in mind as well. So that's what helps me. Oh, great, thanks so much. Have you generally found like your peers and your friends quite helpful with allergies? How were those conversations when you had to do those? Uh, yeah, so I first spoke to them about my allergies when I was in secondary school, which was when I was diagnosed. Um, it was in I was in year eight, so yeah, I really formed like friendship groups, and they were really understanding. And whenever I was out on the field for like PE or whatever it was, they would always remind me like, "T, have you got your epipens?" And Aww. yeah, they were just so supportive. Um, then moving into sixth form, we sort of split our ways, um, but still the friendship groups that I had moving into sixth form and the friendship groups that I have now and still making, I think it helps that they already know that I've got allergies. Yeah. Um, even if they didn't, it's something that I feel comfortable in talking openly about, just because it's it's not who I am. It's just an addition to absolutely what I have yeah. to do. So yeah, it's just something that I do feel comfortable in, which I am very fortunate that. I that feel. I, that. I hope this doesn't feel like an interrogation, Tisa. <laughs> There's so many questions here that I'm just no, like, it's I want to that. It's, wanna... <laughs> it's just really lovely to have the opportunity to speak to someone who's older and going through all these different things that I sometimes like lie in bed and imagine the worst case scenarios of. So I feel like it's nice to have another perspective. Oh no, thank you. And yeah, like just off topic. But I, I say this to a, to a few people who say that, you know, similar things. But the fact that, you know, you've got a podcast, you, you do all this allergy awareness things, it shows that you want to learn about it. And um, I think that's a really positive sign. Uh, it's much better than someone being very relaxed about it and not thinking too much about allergies. So, yeah, just a, a well done to you guys and other parents Aww. as well who are doing things Aww. about Thanks. it, you know. Because so, yeah. that's something that I think you know can go one of two ways because I worry sometimes about projecting too much anxiety on him how how your family managed your allergies um this this kind of goes against what I've literally just said they're pretty chilled out about it like yeah that they are well I think that they they understand they acknowledge the risk um, yeah and they know how serious it can be because you know that they've seen it firsthand Mm. but they don't sent him a whole life on allergies yeah um and that's something that uh being a young adult i don't like saying that a word because i'm only 18 you know let's, <laughs> let's <laughs> jump yeah. but yeah being like a young adult um i don't want that to be all i am you know yeah Absolutely. i've got an allergy page and, and you know i raise awareness and talk about it but yeah. there's other things about me so i think um showing your child or or whoever it is with allergies yes. that 
they are more than their allergies. I think yeah, that's, that's, a thing. that's a really nice. Yeah, I think I think that's something we try and do, isn't it? As much as we do the the podcast and yeah. the other side of things, mm-hmm. it's like getting our children to know they are them. And Quill's an avid firefighter, so you know, <laughs> awesome. that's that's who he is. Yeah, no. Well, I might need him in a few years or so when I get like my own place because, like I mentioned at the start, I'm dreadful at cooking. So Aww. yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm a bit worried about that, like, moving out from my parents' house. I know it's all a bit scary, but, but yeah, that's something else I've got to learn with, like, my allergies as well, being a bit more independent. Um, yeah. yeah. And but, then we'll yeah. have you back on, T, when you've um, done that, and then we'll be like, T, how did you do that? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the yeah. step? Because if you're 18 then T now, has, like, going out started for you? And Yeah, yeah, so before the pandemic, um, I would go out quite regularly with my friends. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, they are all very understanding of my allergies. Yeah. Um, but it's moving forward, so... I won't be going to university like next year, but maybe yeah. in the future or so. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've got to got to think about. Um, but I think at the back of my mind, I know that I am confident with, with talking about my allergies. Very fortunate that I am in this position where I can talk about it openly. So I think as long as I take that into the, you know, whatever I do next, whether it's getting a job, apprenticeship, whatever it is, as long as I remember that, I remember that they don't define me. And if people don't understand, they don't want to learn, there's only so much that you can do, you know, if they try yeah. and shut, shut you off and they don't want any anything to do with it, then you, know, you can't really shove it down down their throat. No. So, so yeah, just knowing where you stand and just knowing at the end of the day, as long as you're doing everything to stay safe, I think that's like the main thing. Oh, T, I just, I hope Quill has like all your confidence and oh, just you. awareness and everything that you've got there. Your value system is just brilliant. Oh, thank you. No, it's it's, take, it's taken a bit of time. Um, I, w- I don't want to say that it will, it will give the impression that I was diagnosed with allergies. And the next day I was like, guys, I've got yeah. allergies. You know, just shouting about it. Like, it's taken yeah. a bit of time. And I think, um, you know, everybody, if, if it takes someone a year or so to feel comfortable, then then that's how long it takes. You know, you can't Absolutely. rush these things. So, yeah, just, just go steady with it. Because it is like a big thing, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> is there anything that your parents did that you found particularly helpful whilst you were going through that stage because I, I I feel like I wouldn't want to be overbearing but you want to yeah. be supportive you know mm. again I wonder if there's anything that you've found you found helpful I, I spoke to my mum uh like a few months ago and I sort of asked her because I was giving a talk at the Andrew show and I wanted her input on it yeah. um and yeah so we sat down it's like 10 o'clock at night and I just asked her what advice would you give other parents yeah. Um, if their child's got an allergy it was specific about navigating school but it can be applied you know more generally um, and just to summarize I'm trying to remember it now uh, she basically said that allergies they're, they're like an addition to your life they they shouldn't define you but yeah. you can use it in a positive way say that you're more of a reserved character like myself I'm quite reserved in my personality mm-hmm. um, use that as something to to bring you out of your shell and not always focus on the negatives yeah um and also, you never know where it might take you. You know, if it might be something that can help you in your career moving forward. Or, yeah, yeah it, you can really, like, put a positive light on it. I think that's what she's trying to say. Uh, well, what she was saying. She did, she articulated it very well. I'm not doing it very well tonight. Oh, you have done. So I saw you at the Allergy Show, actually, in Birmingham um, in the, last November. Yeah. Um, and I was completely blown away by the way that you 
presented first of all and kind of like, I do I remember you like texting me as well while you were there I did. Like, saying, oh I'm watching oh, she's amazing got yeah I think, um like I'm a primary school teacher and I have been for 10 years and I don't think I present as well as like you did it was oh, just thank you. Oh. it was it was fantastic yeah, that means a lot thank you so much and <laughs> um, so I think if anyone's interested as well can is it recorded your um, talk that you did? Is it on your website? No, it's not at the minute. I'm trying to figure out how ah, to okay. sort of create the the recording. Um, I mean, we've got the footage, but it's all a bit everywhere, all over the place. Um, right. But yeah, if if it, it doesn't like work out, then hopefully in July, uh, I'm planning to talk about a similar thing at the Aji Show uh, in London. Then so. So hopefully Ooh, we can figure out what they're Oh, amazing. I'll be there as well. So I'll come and see you again. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we can meet up again. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Definitely. No, definitely. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, and did yeah. you find that the, um, so you both went to the allergy show. Did you find that it was, because I it was my first time going. Uh, and as soon as I like stepped in there and I spoke to a few people, it was such like a heartwarming experience. You know, was it yeah. like your first time going as well? Um, so the last time I went was before the pandemic, there was one in Liverpool, um, and I just kind of, it was very, very busy. Obviously there was like no number restrictions and I had the bu- a double buggy, um, with the babies oh, in. So yeah. it was a bit of a different experience to when I went and, um, I managed to leave the three children with was whilst I kind of just went and met some, you know, and met people and, and got to go and listen to you. So yeah, it was a completely different experience this time. Mm, yeah. But it's still I, not I, been yet. I need to go to one. Yeah, yeah you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know about you, but I just found it, like, really heartwarming to, yeah. to be in, like, a space with people who get it. Yeah, they might have different allergies, and, you know, there's so many different factors, but, like, I don't know, just talking to some people, it was just, yeah, it was like the community, but in, in person. It, it was, was, yeah, it was really yeah good. definitely. It was, it was great, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to the one in London, and I'll look, I'll look forward to seeing you again, Nancy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and yourself. Yeah, hopefully both of you can make it. <laughs> Yeah, did you say that was this July? Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's the first weekend in July. Mm. Yeah, I think so. It's on their website. So will you be showcasing your allergy awareness activity book? Uh, yeah, that's something that I've been I've been thinking of doing. I wasn't too sure whether to do it in Birmingham. Uh, I decided not to, just mm. as it was like my first time going. Yeah. Um, and I was giving a talk anyway, so I wanted to try and focus on that. Actually, I think I put the book out in, well, published the book in September, the last week of September. And until then, I hadn't planned on bringing it yeah. to the allergy show, but it was something that I brought in my bag anyway. And I sort of showed a few people at the end of the talk. But yeah, in, in London, hopefully I can grab a stand and yeah, yeah. try and showcase the book there. That so where amazing. did that come from? So I've spoken to a few people and um, it feels as though, I mean, in my eyes, it feels as though one day you're sort of handed your adrenaline injectors mm. um, or given the allergy diagnosis and then you're sort of sent on your way. So yeah. navigate this world of allergies. I wanted something to be an additional tool, uh, additional resource that you can give to your child um, or whoever to help them understand more about their allergies, but in a fun and engaging way. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like different characters in the book and they've all got oh. different allergies. So hopefully it's relatable um, to, to whoever's, you know, reading the book, the activity book and, t- you know, yeah it was just something that I I wanted to to do so yeah would you say this from younger children to older does it fit across the board uh so I targeted at six to 11 year olds um it's currently in a few primary schools so it's around that sort of age so oh that sounds lovely thank you thank you
definitely keep that in mind for as Quill gets older because it's right you, you did just get the adrenaline pens and then it's like okay bye yeah pretty <laughs> much like, yeah okay <laughs> said some multiple times on my I don't I don't know what I'm doing yeah thankfully yeah. the allergy community is there to reassure you <laughs> yeah definitely yeah I remember collecting the prescription form I first looked down and I thought it was in some sort of foreign language I didn't know what what like adrenaline <laughs> water injectors were um and then yeah I collected it obviously I was showing how to use it you know they didn't literally just give me a few yeah. Yeah. injector pens like I was showing how to use it I just looked at it like what is this you know yeah. like <laughs> what's all of this about like a, a, a big responsibility doesn't it to be given this medication that is life-saving and you go from one day not knowing what it is to the next day like this is now part of my every day everywhere this will be yeah and, and it's just remembering to take it with I know that sounds simple but for yeah. the first few few months I thought do I really need this and then after yeah. I had a reaction forgetting it I was like no I do actually need it so, yeah yeah um, have you ever had to use your pens tea yeah I've had to use them um uh, a few times yeah oh, wow do you manage like to remember them all the time and take them out now then after you've had those experiences yeah so before I was quite competitive in tennis and I would sometimes forget to transfer the um pens over to my tennis bag mm-hmm. um and with the exercise induced um, yeah. diagnosis I mean you'd think it'd be something like at the forefront of my mind but as it was all brand new to me I had to constantly remind myself no you need to swap it over you know change the different bags and yeah you know going out for PE and different like competitions and stuff make sure to take it with me it was just something I had to sort of learn to do was there anything that helped you do that Again, interrogation for <laughs> when our little ones are older. How can you help them embed the knowledge? No, it's all good. Um, yeah, I think it was the first time it was nagging from my friends because I was mm. very blase about it. I just left mm. him in my bag. I was like, no, guys, I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you soon switch on. So, T, if you could offer a piece of advice for students living with allergies, what would you give them? Oh, it's got me thinking now. Um, I would say don't let your allergies like consume you you know you you can especially on the news and and other things your other movies as well you can hear all sorts of stories and obviously they're not all positive um and they do Mm -hmm. need to be taken into consideration obviously I don't say it's brushing under carpet yeah but every everybody's allergies are unique you know you might have a dairy allergy um your classmate might have a dairy allergy but you both have different circumstances Mm -hmm. different factors so Try not to compare yourself to others living with allergies, but know that they're there for support if you need them. Um, and yeah, just more generally, try and use it as a positive. Like like I mentioned earlier in the episodes, that I'm quite a reserved character, um, but I've used my allergies to try and bring me out of my shell, out of my comfort zone, which I may not have done without the diagnosis. Yeah. Um, so yeah, try and look at the positives and use that to your advantage. Um, but don't let anybody use that to dictate how you should control or no, how you should live your life especially yeah. navigating school if somebody says you can't do this because of your allergies I try and think of it well I do have my allergies but how can I overcome it yeah, how boy. do I use yeah. it yeah um, to sort of still take part in this activity mm-hmm. whatever it is um but do it safely try and find a way around it um but at the end of the day try and keep yourself safe um is that's the main thing so yeah that's my advice oh, I think parents I think that parents will be so grateful to hear that that advice as well, especially if they kind of haven't lived with allergies before their children had their diagnosis. We're kind of learning every single day. Um, Every day is a school day. 
yes so the advice would definitely help everyone listening and it's helped me as well so thank you very much and T, I'm just astounded like I'm in my 30s and I still struggle with the mindset that you have given you know given us tonight so thank you for sharing your brilliant brilliant insights oh no thank you I've really enjoyed the chat um yeah it's been really good and yeah just well done again for everything you're both for doing it's yeah it's making a really big positive impact in the Adley community so thank you very much for having me on Oh, thank, thank you so you much. Tea. Tea. If anyone would like to follow T over on Instagram, she is at allergies in bold and her website is allergiesinbold.com. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much, T. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, also, a huge shout out to the Sadie Bristow Foundation. I'm a proud ambassador. They're doing amazing things to support families living or affected by allergies. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A huge thank you for T from Allergies in Bold for sharing all her insights with us tonight. I certainly learned a lot and I hope you did too. Let us know what you think, thought of the show at the Free From Mummies podcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram page at the Free From Mummies podcast. Have a good week. Bye.